Hey folks, this is the Love of Cinema podcast. We like to talk movies. If you like to talk movies too, you have come to the right place. It's interesting because see, Vikram was the kind of guy we hated in college, you know. You know, so when I found Vikram, <laughs> I found the film, right? So I found the film because if you make a film, so we make a film about ourselves through the eyes of a guy we hated right and if you sort of understand him and then you allow him to see us that's why i think hazaro will work forever because it's not it, it, it's not a it, 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 it vikram gives that film that balance hey everyone this is manchu and you're listening to the love of cinema podcast welcome back much excited about this episode but before that in case you're a new listener and if you like this episode do check out past episodes of the podcast you can find all past episodes wherever you listen to your podcast apple spotify google podcasts or any of the other podcast apps love of cinema podcast is a place for long form free-willing conversations centered around Indian cinema and streaming shows. So if you enjoy similar conversations, do consider subscribing. Also, please do rate and review the podcast in iTunes, as that will help others with similar taste discover this podcast. So if you rate and review us, it will be much appreciated. And don't forget to share with your friends an episode which you liked. Back to today's episode. Here's a question. What do Janebhi Doyaro, Khamosh, Mohan Zoshi Hazir Ho, Israt Ki Subhanihi, and Hazaro Khwaishi Aisi have in common? Well, besides that they are some of my favorites, they have all been touched by Sudhir Mishra in some capacity or other. Mishra co-wrote the cult classic Janebhi Doyaro with Kundan Shah, co-wrote Khamosh with Vidhu Vinod Chopra, and wrote the dialogues for Saeed Akhtar Mirza's Mohan Zoshi Hazir Ho. Mishra would go on to make some of the most influential films of the last 30 years. Films like Dharavi, Israt Ki Subhani, Khoya Khoya Chand, and of course, Hazaro Khai Shayasi. He continues to be one of the most compelling filmmakers working in Hindi cinema today. And one of the year's most eagerly awaited projects remains his adaptation of Manu Joseph's Serious Man for Netflix. A recipient of multiple awards, including the National Award, one of the biggest compliments Mishra could have received, and I think he will agree with me when I say this, came from Kundan Shah. When speaking of Janebi Doyaro, Kundan Shah had once said, People call my film black comedy, but Sudhir is the one with the truly dark humor. I've always liked Mishra's cinema, for its non-judgmental storytelling and the immensely palpable, flawed characters. Also, politics, although almost always a backdrop in his films, is never allowed a broad brush. Another facet of his films, which I admire. Two of his films are big favorites of mine. 2005's Hazaro Kwai Shayasi is one of them. 
It's compassionate, troubling, and some might argue, prophetic. Hazaro Kwaishayasi, while relentlessly involved with its characters, churns with furious energy as it plunges into the intense story of three friends during the tumultuous 70s. A crucial period in the history of India, especially for the young generation that was just finding its feet during that decade. Hazaro does not exploit or condescend, does not overemphasize for contrived effect, does not contain silly and shallow sidebars, but simply looks with a passionately examining eye at a rather turbulent time in the collective consciousness of a generation. On this episode, writer-director Sudhir Mishra joins me for a deep dive into the influential and astonishingly relevant film, which turns 50 in this year. Mishra shared memories, talked about the writing, the casting, and the haunting music of the film. We also spoke about how every generation is entitled to its own heartbreak. We also spoke about the current political climate and how he continues to be one of the few balanced voices on Twitter in this never-ceasing season of polarization. He also spoke about his upcoming Netflix series, Serious Man. Here's our chat. Sudhir, thanks a lot again for coming on the podcast. I want to talk about a film which I believe uh, is increasingly relevant uh, in today's times. And also since it completes 15 uh, years uh, this year, uh, I thought this would be a nice time to have a chat with you. And you were kind enough to join us. So thanks a lot again. It's quite fascinating to, I mean, fascinating to see how uh, it's longevity and, and the fact that it keeps connecting. Because when I when I made the film, I, I remember a lot of uh, older people, the generation that I talk about in the film that I grew up loving and admiring, those guys uh, moved to tears. And I remember Shekhar Kapoor sitting for about 15 minutes after the film was over and he was in tears and he looked at me that's wonderful and he said thank you and then he said I mean how many people will I hope people as a younger lot get the film but you know I mean over the years I've you know more and more young people see it so it's fascinating now it's on Netflix so again people are seeing it it's quite amazing yes yes yeah so it must be because you know there's some resonance and it's about uh you know, I mean, it, 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 uh, sometimes, you know, films happen and, and, you know, they become, you know, if you manage to make a film which kind of goes beyond its immediate subject, you know, in a sense, it, immediacy of, 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 or, or its time and, and, and uh, so it becomes right. like a story which, which uh, a film which, which kind of uh, speaks to uh, that kind of issue or that kind of those kind of uh, you know it's, it's it's about human desire and 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 uh, uh, aspirations it's about the i think i think the film is about those, those, those remnants of beauty that get left behind after youth fades and and you know you what right. you hold on to right so i mean it's also about that it's about coming of age, it's also about a time in India, uh, it's about a generation that kind of uh, thought about something else beyond themselves, uh, it's, it's, 
it's about a it's about a, about a generation that may have failed but you know there was something very beautiful in, in in their attempt and they made a lot of mistakes and and uh, here we are today but you know i mean then we are again in a in a, in a time when we the youth are again sort of in some kind of ferment and and uh, they are entitled to their own heartbreaks and they will get into their own heartbreaks because but sure they are entitled right 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 the way uh, when i first saw it uh, you know i saw it in um, the late uh, 2000s uh, and the way i saw it was uh, you know on one level it's essentially a story of three friends and their changing relations over a course of eight years but on one level it's also a portrait of innocence lost uh, it's also about a generation like you said who's crisped uh, with kind of idealism failed to some extent and um, it i also saw it on a like a political level as a attempt to kind of reevaluate an entire generations um heady affair uh, with the left uh, during that particular time um when you set out to write the film were you really thinking about all of these things or um, you know these things essentially kind of manifested them um, over time yeah i mean it depends on everybody has a different process so i i kind of wanted to make a film about about that generation in a sense you know i mean and uh, uh, me and my co-script writer could have sat a lot uh, his name is shiv kumar subramaniam and we and we sat a lot uh, thinking about uh, i mean we started out with a totally different film you know and uh, the idea was uh, the, there's a there's a i don't know if if, if this generation knows a man called franz fanon so he wrote a book called he was a psychiatrist and, yes yes and, and he kind of uh, in a sense uh, grew out of the algerian movement for independence but he was uh, you know he saw the the effects of 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 french occupation and and uh, so there were he since he was a psychiatrist there was a particular case study of his which had interested me and which sort of so i i was thinking around that and then you know i don't know how we reached here so for me is the process you know i mean I, I, for me uh, you know you try and discover something and and the act of writing i don't sort of start off with saying this is uh, the film i'll make or, or or you know you have an idea something interests you you want to probe and and sometimes it works so in the case of hazaro it kind of works and and i think it's also the, the every filmmaker is meant to make some five six films right and i think uh, hazaro is a film that and when you find something that you know only you can make right that's when it works best you know and and uh, so my whole background you know kind of prepared me to make the film like that right so i'm i'm a left leaning uh, mathematician son agnostic uh, i come from a so called upper caste family but but uh, those that have kind of rejected the traditional norms so i come from a meat eating you know idea loving whiskey loving family i don't drink that much whiskey though and 
and you know so it, it's kind of different and my father is a mathematician uh my paternal grandfather was a doctor uh i was meant to be a doctor because the eldest son and then i wandered into cinema and uh, you know but by on my maternal side there was this uh, my grandfather was a kind of freedom fighter then went in like many congress leaders went into politics and then became the chief minister of mp so i i saw that kind of power and and a kind of failure of idealism even there no in one sense right. if you if you see their beginnings and you see their end right and then i saw it in in terms of my father and 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 the nehruvian scientific temperament and and, and that kind of uh, love for for that and then how it got kind of transformed and how mrs gandhi came in and hijacked the party and what happened there <laughs> and then you know you also had seen the left and and you know all of us had our own romance with the left which is rejected the congress party at that time and and uh, so this whole upsurge against the congress you know uh, so all that you know i i had kind of known quite closely amongst my family friends elder brothers sisters you know uh, people whom i admired you know and i think there was a man called badal sarkar who had kind of opened my head i so see okay the dogma dogma from dogma right from so i i was never you know uh, You, you know, I mean, uh, also I think Badal Sarkar and the fact that I am a mathematician's son, uh, uh, you know, we can look at. I could look at something in the eye, and uh, like many filmmakers of a kind of generation when the wall collapsed or the Soviet Union collapsed, you know, they ran out of their ends and they didn't know how to finish their film because they thought the revolution had failed or the revolution had betrayed them. but i mean i i saw it as a continuum right and and uh, whatever happened happened and these are phases and uh, and and um, uh life escapes kind of ideology you know and and that's the point of science i think you know that you you you, you observe certain things and you you have certain theories but then you know sometimes they fail and then you have to you know look at things anew so I, I mean, I, I think all that prepared me. I'm, I don't know if I'm rambling, but I think all that prepared me to make a film like Azaro. Oh no, no, no! Please go on. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Know, It makes perfect and, sense. And, and so I mean, you know, I mean, there's in mathematics, there's probability, you know, and and uh, it's it's uh, you know, I I I don't know. It's it's uh, whatever it was. I don't try and examine myself that much. But, okay uh, yeah I, i kind of i kind of uh, i mean i think if you kind of prepare yourself and you 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 uh, sometimes a kind of story finds you you know absolutely and, and yes if you start listening to the people you know whom sort of who populate that story then they kind of tell you some things and and it's a as an act of also listening as much as you know then and putting it down and an interaction with your original thoughts and and you know 
you allow it to go where it goes. So in in Hazaro, I had no, no. I mean, if if there is any flaw in the film, it's mine. If 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 if, if it's uh, because nobody told me what to do. Everybody was new, so I had that great freedom to to to, you know, and literally direct the film and and take it to where I want to take it. So you know, even Swanand as a lyric writer is new. Shantanu Mohtra as a music director. These are all their first films, right? Right. Shaini's first film, Chidrangda's first film, right? Most of the Ram Kapoor's first film. You know, there's so many people who, so they were all, uh, you know, they they had no baggage, and I also sort of wanted to sort of kind of explore it as almost as if it's the first film I'm making, and. and uh, you know i knew the locations i knew where to go i i i know know most of those characters or the kind of characters that i'm writing about i i uh, i know i mean i'm not from bihar but i know place i i know an indian village i, I it's it's a kind of it, it depends on your background you know and and uh, i think you should every filmmaker should sort of listen to <coughs> what the medium is telling you to do i mean that you are, you can use me like this you you can make you can interact with me with this subject matter and then i'll 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 i'll, I'll help you along you know so the kind of medium is bigger than us i think yes yes so so, so it, it's a, it's a, it's bigger you know everybody's film is better than the person more or less you know because it's it, it, medium also that's fascinating and there's so many other interactions that happen and if you if you follow that got it you know and i i think i i sort of discovered myself also during that film in a sense then i again lost myself a bit and i'm coming back but <laughs> right know, it's also a continuous process of trying to find yourself you know self discovery yes self, yeah Yeah, one of the things uh, that the film does, which I really like, is that it uh, questions all kind of ideologies and their means. Um, you know, yeah. Siddharth's father questions the means undertaken by the Naxals. Vikram questions if all the fundamentalists, uh, socialists, and communists can even work together. Um, that aspect of the film I really liked because I thought it was like an honest uh, evaluation of uh, all those ideologies yeah also i mean it's interesting because see vikram was the kind of guy we hated in college you know you know so when i found vikram <laughs> i found the film right so i found the film because if you make a film so we make a film about ourselves through the eyes of a guy we hated right and if you sort of understand him and then you allow him to see us that's why i think hazaro will work forever because it's not it, it's not a it, 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 vikram gives that film that balance so i mean you're looking at yourself through somebody else's eyes and if you can reach inside him because you've already already reached inside yourself quite a bit and but if you also see his view of it, of yourself then it's interesting and i think mm. that's what i found in the film you know that there are points of views and you know and uh, you are not judgmental and ultimately the fixer becomes the 
you know, does the right thing, you know, at the end. Right. And, 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 and the revolutionary kind of walks away. But I'm not very judgmental about the revolutionary either because, you know, uh, you know, if you found a, went into a way that was wrong, it's a, it's a right thing to sort of wander away and find himself in medicine and something else, you know. I mean, many people like Siddhar went in the World Bank and became the opposite. Of, so, I mean, I've, I've been a little kind to the Siddharth character. <laughs> right, right. Well, uh, yeah, but I absolutely agree. It's it's a process of uh, evolving. Um, you know, you evolve from your ideologies and your thoughts. Uh, uh, Sudhir, I wanted to uh, talk about one particular scene from the film, which I really like. And I would love to hear... Uh, your take on this and what you were thinking when you were uh, making that. Um, the scene I'm talking about is Vikram's uh, marriage uh, procession, which while passing through the streets, gets flanked uh, by a group of protesters from uh, the JP Andolan of the mid 70s, who yeah. happened to be passing yeah. in the opposite direction. And we see that Vikram is, uh, you know, perched atop um, a horse with posters of uh, JP looming large by his sides. Yeah. Uh, there's no respite from the revolution, so to speak, for Vikram, even on the day of his wedding. And it, it's a nice scene. I love that scene because it kind of harks back to the opening of the film where the introductory text says, uh, you know, a time when India was being pulled in a thousand directions. Uh, yeah, yeah. The procession and the march kind of going in two opposite directions, literally as well as symbolically. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, sure, I'm glad... Uh, I mean, that's also something that happens in a film, and and I, you know, I mean, it's it's, it, it's uh, how the the country or how the entire politics of the country also moves simultaneously with our own lives and and affects us, and we affect it, and in a sense, so you know, uh, yeah, he's getting married at that time when the country is going about to erupt, and. Uh, sort of, uh, in a sense, a foreboding, uh, uh, you know, of things to come, where he will get caught in this, in a sense. And he gets right. caught in this because of because of love or, or attachment to another human being, you know. So in a sense, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, uh, I'm glad somebody, I mean, very few people get that scene, you know. But, uh, you know, because they see it as just as some procession, because, you know, then later, you know, a younger generation has lost the memory of JP. Uh, or Lohia is also there. Yes, yes. And before I forget, I wanted to ask you, uh, is the um, character played by Aditya Bhattacharya a thinly veiled uh, Sanjay Gandhi, or <laughs> am I just reading too much into it? Well, that type, no. I mean, in the sense that, you know, if you, if you uh, because, you know, I mean, I, 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 I'm talking about the essence of, of, of the kind of person who kind of brutalized India in a sense, right? It could be him, it doesn't pull any punches, the film. I mean, it's, it's uh, it, Mrs. Gandhi declared the emergency, right? So, I mean, uh, you could see that scene between Aditya Bhattacharya and the other Anil Sharma character and the bank uh, manager, yes. bank head, shiny yes. as, uh, you know, so in a sense, 
indicating something of, of a kind of a Nagarwala case which happened at that time, right? So, so I mean, yeah, uh, you could say that, but I'm, I'm not being, because I don't know, it, it, it's about what happens when power becomes uh, monstrous and wants to retain itself at every cost and then hmm. the idealism of, 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 of what got you or propelled you to power is lost somewhere in the, in, 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 in the foolishness of trying to keep it. You know, and the brutality that ensues. You know, it's it's a so you, you could. I mean, I don't mind if you see him as Sanjay Gandhi. He's certainly. I try to in a in a way uh, determine his look a bit to suggest that he could be right you know, modeled on him. So I haven't called him Sanjay. Right, right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, uh, and, so I'm not. I, you know, I mean, I mean. In the film, Mrs. Gandhi also some appears in a in a very brief flash, and and that she declared the emergency is is, is a fact, right? And and film sort of talks about it, the, uh, you know, the, with the Radhir character played by Yashpal Sharma, you know, you oh, yes. go into yes. a lot of you know details about all the comedy which led to a kind of a tragedy in a sense so i mean yeah i mean i have no uh, if people uh, i mean i think that a, a good film you know allows people to to also their own film so i think that's what hazaro allows you know uh, you know i i've, I've seen the film with uh, the ias wives association now why do they love that film i saw a whole screening where they were all Clapping, right? So I mean, uh, why? But you know, maybe they like Gita. Maybe they, you know, maybe there's a dominant Gita in everyone, you know, and every woman, right? And and uh, I think uh, you know, the film. I think over the years, as as I understand it, and as I see different people reacting to it, I kind of. I kind of see, I kind of see the um, that it relates to different people at different. I mean, some people just see it like a love story. Sure. Yeah, I mean, so some. I mean, I it could be seen as a tale of friendship, right? Yes, yes. It it, it, it could be seen as a tale of a generation. So, I mean, a good film, I mean, uh, you know, you, that's the value of a good story also, you know, that you could approach it from many sides. And you, you, you can find your own film within the film. Right. right? Yeah. And so a lot of people see it differently. Right. And, yeah. And I, I quite like that, you know, I mean, because filmmaking is a, is, is a conscious, is also an unconscious act, no? I mean, we are not aware of everything that we are doing, right? And and uh, a lot of what is inside us comes from various sources, right? And it is also in the heads of many people. And I've just articulated it better, maybe, right? So most many people have felt similar things, right? And then and they find something in that poem or in the film or in a book, or, you know, they find some articulation of their 
thoughts and you know i mean all films do is maybe offer solace no i mean what do what does cinema do ultimately i don't know it creates revolutions or anything you know but it offers solace to those who happen to think and have not been able to articulate it in that way or or you speak for a kind a number of people you know? right i i think i think that's what it is yeah yeah i think uh, the one of the reasons why the film is so uh, you know um, admired and well loved is because like you said it's so many things rolled into one so it's it's a story of friendship some have seen it as love story i guess um, you know it's also a political film um, obviously but um, like you said i mean it's like any piece of art uh, people are going to interpret it and read it uh, with uh, you know based upon their own lives and their experiences as well as what they're seeing in front of their eyes yeah because what is content ultimately because in film schools they demarcate all this form and content and all that but you know you have a subject matter and your technique or your view view point about life kind of interacts with that uh, with that with that subject matter and technique is different from technology so i mean so is the viewpoint of the director uh, and uh, that in the heads of an audience creates content right i mean so the content is i mean without the viewer there is no content and for different people the content will be slightly different if the film is is good if the film has a value beyond its immediacy uh, now towards the end of the film um, siddharth goes to london and through a letter voices his disillusion you know so to speak with the idea of revolution and some have argued that by the end the film's almost a powerful indictment of the left you know lost in its narrative uh, naive excuse me uh, romanticism of an ideology um and that the title of the film kind of rises from there that uh those who romanticized with that ideology are nurturing a thousand desires in their heart and um all of them unfulfilled yeah but that's everybody uh, you know there is kind of a, everything is like a half story and every desire you know i mean that's that's why ghalib you know i mean otherwise a lot of people haven't asked uh, not people not asked by a film about the emergency at that time is called hazar khwaisi and what the hell does ghalib have to do with revolution right right but uh, so so i mean they are so i mean i, I don't know if it's a, yeah i mean it's an i don't know if it's an indictment or, or or if if you try and kind of fit life into an ideology if you want to fit different social conditions different things a different country into an ideology which evolved somewhere else and if you try and force fit things from an ideology from another time into a new time <laughs> and if you are not you know open to <clears throat> the 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 findings that an experiment throws up and then if you kind of close your eyes then you are only people of faith right and and uh, you know life and the world and nature doesn't respect faith no so i mean it's 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 a it's a uh, you can call it an indictment or you can i mean but it's a i mean i i'm very 
I kind of love that generation, but yeah, I, I can see the flaws and I can see uh, uh, that it's sort of that uh, insistence on 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 uh, on a methodology and then not being uh, uh, responsive when that methodology fails uh, is is part of the reason why the left is where it is. Right, know. right. And it can also be argued I mean, that I, has led to the rise of the right as well. I think so. And I I think so. I mean, I, I very sincerely believe in that, actually. That, that, that failure of the left not to understand uh, the world as it is and, and the working class change in such dramatic ways and, and, and the social conditions being so dramatically different and to confuse uh, uh, the good of many with state capitalism and, and, and if the state running things and far from being the state have dissolving, the state becoming more and more intrusive, uh, then, you know, it's, it's a... Uh, Heading for trouble, and that's what happened, you know, and, and uh, that's what happens many times. But then the people involved are, uh, or, or the people that kind of sometimes get swayed by an ideology or find solace in something or find a common group because they have been orphaned by this, by, by another kind of state machinery, they kind of grope for answers and sometimes. That disparate group of farmers and industry workers and uh, left intellectuals and rich kids revolting against their parents or the establishment or upper caste people sort of in a self-deprecatory way trying to declass or decast themselves. I mean that uh, that wasn't bad, right? I mean there was there was something there, and it's just that they. Uh, Everything after a while, you know, it's it's also human frailty, and and it's very difficult to to, to be altruistic and and, and uh, oh yes, it's a tough one, you know. I mean, to to, to just condemn it would be easy, you know. So I I'm not I'm I'm not a I'm not one of those uh, condemners of the left in that sense, but uh, you know I can see it's. It's failure. I can I can see its uh, inability to not be able to evaluate themselves, and 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 uh, they're uh, almost they're almost sticking on to an ideology of as if it's a, it's a new faith or it's a new religion. Right? So I mean that that is uh, you know quite. And to expect people to change when you order them to, uh, it's like America trying to, you know, export democracy like a chocolate, you know. <laughs> right. Kind of, which kind of keeps uh, exploding in America's face, but, you know, they never learn, you know. So, so I mean, it's, 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 in, in, in that sense, you know, I mean, everybody who, you know, it's, it's a kind of a, what are we, I'm, I'm not quite 100% sure what we, are, what, what we are fighting here, whether we are fighting ourselves or our basic natures or that human beings, you know, when they acquire power, 
and, and if you give too much power in any way to someone, what it leads to. You know. So uh, that's why I think even uh, like the famous line of revolutions eating their children, you know. Yes. But yes. but uh, you know the the I I think the idea of the left, uh, not not uh, not the idea of state capitalism, not the uh, left, which means parties, right? But but as as, as a as a way of looking at life, uh, you know, and saying that, for instance. Uh, what do the resources of the world, uh, you know, who, who they belong to, and what can be privatized and what can't be, and, and uh, that, you know, the commodification of everything will lead to some kind of a disaster. Uh, the, the, there's wider ideas of the left, which if we don't, sort of uh, uh, listen to uh, we are heading for quite a big disaster I think so this this easy condemnation of, of I mean I, 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 I'm all for condemning a lot of established left parties you know because they've totally failed and they've failed to reinvent themselves and I mean I find it really funny that you know communist parties of India do lal salam to Stalin you know which is kind of weird so I mean uh, that kind of one-party rule and, and a kind of a state, sort of as an omnipresent force governing every aspect of people's lives, of, of uh, stifling the entrepreneurship of individuals. And of course, there's nothing wrong with entrepreneurship. Whether it's creative, you know, it's like I cannot make films according to a, a state policy. So I mean, I think people are, you know. I, I don't think the idea of the left should be to stifle individual entrepreneurship. Uh, uh, it should be that everybody should get a fair start in life. And then the idea that everybody is equal is, is, is a foolish idea. You know, it's, but that, you know, everybody should more or less... Uh, get some basics and, and, and uh, have the same starting points. And if you, you cannot say that Dalits should not be given some kind of a, whether you call it a subsidy or you call it reservation. Or you, there's an American term for it, uh, some, some kind Affirmative of action. Affirmative action, yes. Beg your pardon? Affirmative action. Affirmative action, you know. Is is not uh, is is kind of a correct idea, you know, and and uh, it, it it's what we owe to, you know. I mean, I mean that's democracy, you know. I mean, and uh, that's what we owe to, and, and that's kind of scientific. But because who knows where the where the genius or the flaw is, you know. You know, it's like trying to kill the to kill. Uh, half the forest or try to burn the Amazon forest, you know. So I, I, I think uh, greed, right. greed-filled, you know, rampant carpetbagger uh, capitalism also is, is, is uh, this idea of billionaires deciding what the world will be and then funding where only what they think should be funded is also a dangerous idea, you know. I mean, 
if 20 people are there but i mean oh, they absolutely. may have some of yes. them may have pretty good intentions but if 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 say 10 tech billionaires decide what the fate of the world will be it's kind of crazy absolutely yeah you know I mean, now, which doesn't mean that they should i mean but some people have not done good i mean bill gates being some kind of an example yes yeah, i mean so it's it's not that you know i'm i'm I, what what but I think it's the idea of charity and the condescension that it brings and that, you know, you are giving charity and that those basics are not human rights. You know, I think those are interesting ideas that have evolved from the left, or whether it's copyright, whether it's the women, empowerment of women, whether it's working hours. I mean, there's so many things that, you know, are left ideas which have now been, you know, incorporated by the world and we take them for granted. So I think it, that evolution is, is, is interesting and nice. And, and, and uh, I don't think it's about political parties or somebody controlling something. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely. Uh, now, I know you're um, adapting Manu Joseph's uh, Serious Men for the Screen. And I find that very interesting because I feel often um, your lines, your um, lines as in the lines which you wrote for your films and Manu's writing have a similar air to them. You know, for example, um, the whole um, uh, dissolution of Siddharth's character with the romanticism of revolution kind of beautifully ties in with one of Manu's very popular lines from one of his uh, books, The Illicit Happiness of Other People. Uh, and the line, of course, is the most uh, foolish description of the young is that they're rebellious. A couple other lines from the films, too, which I feel if you had not already written 15 years ago, <laughs> probably Manu would have written in one of his novels uh, during the past decade. Um, you know, lines like, our setup is a bourgeois, feel-good scheme. Delhi and Bojpur are not merely separated by a thousand miles, but also by 5,000 years. Do you guys um, share a similar worldview? I'm not sure. Sometimes I think we do. Sometimes I think we don't. You know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I find him a very interesting mind. Okay. I mean, and he, do you... some people complain that he's from the right. You know, I mean, a lot of my left friends would say that he's from the right. You know, I don't think so. Uh, and and uh, he's a very interesting man who can. And uh, oh, he's quite brutal in his in his examination, and I find that interesting. I mean, uh, if 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 even if you sort of put him on the right, then I would. I mean, I don't mind interacting or being provoked or being challenged by that view of the right. I, yes. I, I think he's a brilliant mind, you know. And I, 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 it's very difficult to make a film so serious. Man, I hope the the, the lovers of the book. Right, don't, don't, because, you know, I, when we, Bhavesh Mandelia, one of the script writers, uh, who's also one of the co-producers, so, I mean, uh, we kept Manu abreast of everything that we were doing. And, and uh, from the transformation from the book to the, uh, to the, to, to the script, to the film, is, is uh, you know, makes it depart a lot from the book. You know, so, I mean, because I think every story kind of finds its medium, you know, so some things can be done best in a novel. 
something can yeah. be done best in a painting and something can be done best in a poem and and so you can't really shoot a poem right and you can't really shoot a novel you can't you you have to you you have to uh, take some ideas from it which interest you and then uh, make a film and uh, manus told me that you know i mean he likes the film and the book uh, the film and the script and the film so much because we've just managed to read some kind of first cut uh, we're still working on it uh, okay. the post production will take about 2 3 months but he said i could write another novel based on your film right so i that's wonderful the way he interacts and the way he's open to the fact that he's very secure in the knowledge that you can't take away his book from him and you know the book will be who he is and the lovers of the book will you know remain lovers of the book and you know he's sort of seeing some of his ideas transformed into a film by someone else and he's enjoying that process you know so i mean we are we are all feeding into each other and he's seeing it like his ideas entering uh, our script writer's head and into a director's head and then getting transformed into something else and and uh, that's uh, uh, what he enjoys right and he loved the 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 process and we gave him every draft he he was there half the time during the shooting and i really loved interacting with him he was, he was a brilliant man and do you uh, yourself get a feeling that uh, some of the lines uh, that he writes it, this you could have easily written them few years ago or the other way around when you yeah met. yeah yeah, yeah. I like his description of me. He wrote a piece of last film. I like his description of me also. He says, "I'm the collector of frail men." You know, <laughs> right? So, you know, so I, I kind of, yeah. I mean, I, I think so. I mean, I would have, I, you know, like for example, in serious men lines, like you know. Uh, you know the why the first you know why the first robots failed because man was trying to make them in his own image you know you know searching and that's why you know searching for you searching for aliens you're trying to find aliens like yourself you know that's not called science it's kind of called loneliness you're looking for people like yourself they might not be there so i mean it's quite very interesting the way he you know but we've not made his book and i would beg people of the uh, that love that book to keep loving the book and and see the film as ideas borrowed from manu joseph's world view and life and and the book and okay. and then transformed into a film and we just see the film as another entity influenced by manu definitely influenced by him so his character definitely you can't have made this film without that book being there uh, coming back to the film sudhir um uh let's uh, talk about the film's uh, relevance today uh you know which i would argue is even more so than it was 15 years ago and i could go on about it but i would love to hear uh, what you would like to say but you know i think yeah i mean if it is relevant that means i managed to capture something essential of the human spirit and 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 how history keeps not repeating itself but but uh, you know finding no new ways of 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 how how rebellion is is you know 
and 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 uh, tyranny sort of uh, are fundamental needs of human beings or or that's the way the cycle of life goes you know that some sometimes as human beings we submit ourselves to tyranny the majority of us so then the minority is so i mean i think it's a, a you know and then rebellion follows because then those that get crushed by that tyranny react and and, and i think uh, the same is happening today you know around the world i think uh, you know uh, people would i mean tyrants are kind of ruling you know but i think people also had some kind of need to submit to tyranny i mean what what what, what is trump about or, or what is our present government about you know so i think it's it is it will find resonance even today uh, and i think hazaro will find resonance at, at, at most points you know but i think we managed to it's kind of a hero it's it's, it's you could also call it luck Just, just something happens to be made. Something it happened because you know we 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 uh, didn't go into the film with any preconceived notion. We didn't. We allowed the the events and stories as they unfolded to guide us a lot. So we didn't. The film was not. It also a lot of credit to Sir Pratish Nandi, the producer, or or just the fact that at that moment I was reacting to being controlled uh, by. Uh, another film that i was making and and uh, i think i just allowed myself to to flow with with uh, with the thoughts that were engulfing me and ideas that came from other people and and, and right. my whole background and life as i had seen it you know and and uh, i think if, if if you remain true to a kind of craft you can call it for want of a better word a kind of craft you know which is the craft means if you respect the idea of filmmaking and and, and stories you know, call it what you want uh, then then you know uh, i think if you allow characters to speak and and if you don't and whatever when they speak through you but you don't transtyple them then then uh, I, i think it works I, that's why I think it finds a resonance today, right. because there must be some essential truths there. Now the film uh, opens with some wonderful um, text. Um, this is a story of my imaginary siblings' lives in those times when India was being pulled in a thousand directions. I know that you have talked about uh, making a sequel uh, to this film. Um, what would the introductory text be to that sequel? Yeah. one but yeah i mean anything you have thought about what could be the sequel you know what would be sequel is, is oh yes sequel. that's the first question right that siddharth and geeta's child and siddharth and, uh, and so you know i mean the the radicals become i mean because if you see that the all the radicals of that time have, have either died or, or become the new oppressors or or, or got scared and are hiding in holes you know so i don't know i think every generation is entitled to its own heartbreak you know should be the life everything begins anew and 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 uh, as elements of the past and, and uh, the past tries to keep controlling the present but 
the president maybe escapes you know, and, and hopefully it will you know because if it doesn't escape this time if, if from now here on if if the president doesn't escape the past then we are done for as a world if most things are not reinvented and if, if, if we don't uh, go past our basic natures and and we do not allow you know the bavara ones to to, to uh, the minds to to wander and and to you know hold hands with with with, with each other you know in a sense and if if we don't i mean we are fucked uh, totally you know i don't think after this you're going to get another chance i think greta thurberg is right this is last chance i think this is maybe the last chance mm. i don't know if i'm sounding alarmist i i still think that human beings will will manage at the, at, at some precipice they will pull back yeah yeah i mean I, the whole uh, entire uh, history of human is littered with uh, instances uh-huh. right where humankind has somehow prevailed here and and i i think you know you have to forgive humankind because this was the only time i mean it's like a life lived and it's like if life is short and and you know i mean by the time you understand it you are already sort of right except very very few lucky ones but uh, you know then humankind uh, this was the first time they encountered the mind and they had no control over it and and it led them into disaster areas then by the time i hope they learn to control this thing called the mind mm which which is sort of like a we have very little control on it seems to wander off in very dangerous areas and i think we need to i mean that's really necessary at this moment but i think we will be i i think human kind is it's too i mean maybe some disaster will come but i think you know so why will will dictate that and um, finally let's uh, talk about the music and uh, music is simply haunting and um, there are essentially only two songs um, but uh, what what can you tell us about the music any um, interesting anecdotes um? well you know i mean i i had a, a assistant his name was swanand kirkire on the film right and, okay and uh, so so uh, you know as the music i mean i i had no thoughts about the music as i was making it i i didn't go in with the idea of music when i start shooting and then as i was shooting you know certain songs started coming in in, in my head and and uh, you know as i was shooting kumar gandhar i mean whose music i used to listen to or galib keep kept coming in the film was called trist with destiny before and then uh, you know pritish said you know that's not the right name for the film and then think of something else and then i said hazaro question he said bang on and and you know something started evolving and and you know i think you know then swanand was singing used to sing you know he had thought of worked on bavraman a bit and and he sort of sang it one day and i said fuck this is the right song and then right. i said this is the right right voice so it's also i mean i'm telling you there's a lot to do with if you if you if you work and are faithful and you accept the right people because you work with many people in a film right and and you could have a vision but if there is no one to execute it then it's 
so much ideas in the air you know they don't get transformed into a film so the film uh, filmmaking i think is a lot about casting you know not just casting the actors but casting everybody in the those that right. you have assembling vision, the crew you have a vision then you know you have to cast the dop you have to cast the, you know because you can't make people fundamentally change or dictate totally what they will do i mean transform a dop who has an inclination for something else so i think you know if you find you found the right dop you found the right and then shantanu moitra awarded in aditya bhattacharya introduced me to him and and you know he sort of said something and this is shantanu's first film yes yeah, yeah. so uh, and swanan's first film and and uh, i think the music kind of and then when the hazaro khwaishein aisi uh came into my uh, the title came and then galib came into my head as i was shooting and then you know when shantanu came in he had worked with shobha mudgal you know and he'd done a album with her and then we you know i said why don't we get shobha and, and, and that voice itself will hold so i didn't want too much music in the film so there is something else with kinds of lifts the film beyond the immediate right so then her voice sort of i mean it is hazaro is also incomplete without chova madgal's voice I think. yeah it lends a different dimension to it mention to it you know when even her voice uh, you know so i mean i think so i mean it's, it's just my inclination when chova madgal happened to be kumar gandhar's uh, the music uh, the voice of kumar gandhar would always obsess me you know and then i you know that she comes from the same school i mean she's his pupil almost so swanand has grown up and i mean now these are accidents right swanand has grown up in kumar gandhar's lap because his his parents were his pupils yes yes i've heard that story so i mean somehow somehow all this ghalib and kumar gandhar kind of joined you know in my head and 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 i that's found wonderful. these people that's, that's and then i magical. then i chose chose those the, those those songs to support and i that's why i deliberately haven't used bavraman to in the, in the, in the in the film at all through the film i haven't put it in the background much except once it kind of fleetingly comes and goes and then you know when the film happens and the last shot of the film happens and as the titles begin to roll the film the song comes Uh, right so it makes it has the power to make you sit back and reflect on the film you don't get up when bavraman comes you want to listen and it kind of makes you think about the film again that's the magic of the song and and uh, that's the magic of his voice and the words and, and, the, and the tune so then we put uh, you know when we had hazaro khwaishein and bavraman right so baniye bavra sort of followed from there you know and followed from i mean people just kind of thinking alike and 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 uh, we were sitting and and uh, and you know i had a kind of a rhythm in mind and and shantanu sort of hit that rhythm and and uh, you know then he said why do we put words in it so we kind of improvised that song in the recording we started thinking about it and then we said you know this word that word and someone started writing and and the uh, then we said who will you know then 
I said you the song has to you have to have Hazaron Kwaishe in that song as well. And then I, there was another assistant of mine. His name was Ajay Jingran, you know, and his voice was fascinating, you know. And I sort of called Ajay to the recording, and and then uh, you know Shantanu used him really brilliantly. And so I kind of you know sometimes when you are on the right. If, if you're listening and you're in the right frame of mind and a film is happening, then you know, all your decisions, you are in some state of grace, right? You're respecting the medium so it loves you back. You know? Then it gives you many things. It's some, it's, I, I like to think of it as, I mean, you can't analyze it totally. It happened. And, and uh, sure, I, it happened because we were just wanting to make that film and, and we were true to that film and not, there was no other, nobody else telling us what to do. Mm. I mean, it's a very ideal state of affairs where you're making a film. It's the producer is just telling you, you know, I mean, all that Pritish told me is that the film, and I think it was a brilliant piece of advice. He said, Sudhir, I mean, because he knew this, he, the, he, he'd grown up in that time. Actually, it's a tribute, in a sense, to his generation, also, in a sense, so about his generation. So, I mean, he just told me, don't make it about the costume. Don't make it about the hairstyles. Make it about the people. So, in Hazaro, we don't exaggerate the side locks. Right. We don't exaggerate the bell bottoms. It kind of it's there, but as a as a suggestion, not as the right, right. It doesn't. The times are projected sort of through the, the story, so, through the dialogues, so, and so, more than yeah. That. So I mean, then in any generation can find themselves in it. it was very, very remarkable piece of advice from from Pratish, I think. And the freedom he gave us was quite remarkable because he kind of loved that idea from the film and the script. And, right, right. And what about the casting of the leads? Uh, how did you uh, narrow down on three um, leads? I was quite, uh, uh, I mean, I was making a film at Calcutta Mail where I was being controlled a lot and I needed money and I was working in the Indian commercial system and I was just going nuts. And I sort of went into Hazaro. Luckily, the French also gave, gave me half some of the money, no? So, uh, I mean, which is also a great thing. Uh, you have to be grateful to that French system which gave you that money. Uh, where, where they don't interfere in the film and they don't interfere in the fact that it has to be. All they say is that you maybe you have to either spend some of the money in France or, or you know, use French people. Uh, so, that's all the conditions that they attached to that grant. And the French producer Joel Farge was, was very kind as well. So, uh, you know, I, I just had this total freedom to do what I want and cast whoever I want. So I kind of insisted that everybody should be kind of new. So we went into this whole process. Again, you respect the process and you try and find the person whom you've written, the idea of the character, and you try and find them. And you believe that they'll be somewhere. So we found uh, Chitrangada in a screen test. She never acted in a film before. We found Shiny in a screen test and never acted. And I tried looking for a new new uh, Siddharth, but I mean, and I tried, resist, resist, tried to resist casting KK. 
but I, I couldn't find anybody because you know when KK is not my find, he'd already done Bhopal Express, right? But I think I couldn't find an actor better than him to play that part, and and uh, so I settled on him. And finally, I'm very very glad that I did. And uh, so I mean, it's it's just uh, I mean, you Sunday, you know. You know, you respect the process and you search and you go on and on and you're a bit dogged about it and you persevere. And sometimes luck favors you there. <laughs> right. You can't, you can't imagine the film without Chitranga's face. Can you? Oh, yes. And uh, what a wonderful a performance for someone who's uh, doing the first and film. Chinese uh, personality and amazing. whatever. And even Ram, Ram Kapoor is brilliant, I think. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, all of the ensemble, like Yashpal Sharma, Ram Kapoor, all of them have yeah, Even yeah. I thought Sandeep Kulkarni in a very small role was uh, really effective. Yeah, small role. Sandeep was with me and I, I had first cast him in Israat Ki Sudhani. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So, I mean, there's a, I just found the right people. They all said yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. And finally, um, Sudhir, I got to ask you this before I let you uh, go. Uh, the times we live in are increasingly polarized and increasingly the discourse, um, especially on social media, has uh, essentially uh, become, you know, us versus them. You remain one of the very few kind of a balanced voice of reason on Twitter. Uh, so I have two questions for you. First is, how have you managed to survive without drinking? either of the two very popular flavors of Kool-Aid. And in your opinion, how can we... Without, do, without what? Without drinking either of the two very popular flavors of Kool-Aid that everybody seems to be drinking. Yeah. And my second question was going to be, how can we get otherwise perfectly normal folks to stop drinking the Kool-Aid, both the flavors? I don't know, man. But if you don't stop, then you know, you're heading for some kind of... a I don't know if it's again I think it's my background I mean I don't think I, it's, it's conscious uh, it's just who I am I, I probably I think it has a lot to do with my mathematician father it's, I, I think it's again luck it's and just, you say that as uh, as uh, your father as being a you know essentially a voice of reason who's steeped in uh, reason and uh, science. Yeah, and, and and kind of kindness and and uh, and uh, certain kind of elegance to stay who you are, you know, and and uh, I think it stems from some arrogance also. I mean, I I don't know, but it stems from uh, you know. I don't know. It must be some default mechanism. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't know. You know, I mean, I just okay. know who I am, and I'm more, more or less. <laughs> that's you know, just that's the way you the are. Way I think I'm allowing myself to be who I am and not get swayed. And sometimes I may be getting swayed. You know, I think. I mean, I, I, I to all your viewers, whoever I, you know, who love Hazaro, and I think I, I, I like uh, Koya Koya Chand as well. And Dharavi and and, and uh, you know sometimes I've not been true to myself and made uh, the films that I was capable of or I should have, and uh, I promised that I, from serious men onwards, I've 
stick to being who I am and not get determined <laughs> by I Okay. Great, great. Well, uh, that was great, uh, Sudhir. Thanks a lot uh, again. Um, I really wanted uh, to talk with you about this film. And if you know, time permits some other time, uh, I would love to do something like this with you for um, Israat Ki Subhani, which is another film that I like a lot. So, sure. I mean, maybe, uh, you know, let me finish my uh, cut and, and the edit. Yes, yes, absolutely. I, By the way, the first time when I read your message, uh, when you said, uh, you know, very busy with the post of my new film, the first thing that I thought about was the ringing telephone scene between Vikram and Kashyap. And <laughs> I thought, I thought is Mishra trying to pull a Vikram Malhotra on me. <laughs> yeah. But then I knew that, yes, you are working on your new film. Yeah, so I mean, after about a month, uh, I'm, I'm, the film will go into sound and post where I I will come in okay. intimately. So, so then uh, you know, I'll I'll have time. There's no problem. Sure, sure, sure. Thanks again, Sudhir. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That was Sudhir Mishra. If you haven't seen Hazaro, I hope you'll be inclined to watch it after this chat. And if you have seen it before, I hope this chat would have convinced you to revisit. If you have a comment, suggestion, or anything which you would like to add to the conversation held on this episode, do drop me a comment on Twitter. Also, do subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And drop us a review when you get a chance. You can follow me on Twitter at loveofcinemasf8 for podcast-related updates and my tweets on all things movies. That's the episode. This is Himanshu, signing off, and like always, Thank you for listening to the Love of Cinema podcast. Mm-hmm.